Hey everyone, welcome back to the Shuffle Quest podcast. This is Daily Shuffle episode two, and on this episode, we talk all about some crazy stuff. We go pretty much in every direction. We talk about our favorite music currently outside of 2020, guilty pleasures, the 6ix9ine controversy, and even Justin Bieber's penis. Overall, we had a blast talking about all this stuff, and we hope you guys enjoy. Um, just a quick shout out before we start, we did this all with our good friend Tall uh, from Hip Hop Bible, and that's at Hip Hop underscore Bible on Instagram. So be sure to check him out. And if you have a moment, please take a few seconds to tweet us at shuffle underscore quest what you would like us to talk about in the upcoming podcast episodes. We'd love to shout you out and we'd love to incorporate some audience interaction. So without further ado, enjoy guys. So I, w- I was thinking about this today. Uh, what is the last album that like really left a mark on you? I think it was, I mean, this is pretty recent, but I think Igor. Um, okay, good. It just, it came in a t- I think it's important for music to come at a certain time in your life. That's how it impacts you. And that album came out in a particularly, you know, important time for me, I guess. It, it meant a lot to me at the time and I needed it. <laughs> just like love shit, stupid shit dumb shit but it you know as far as it like being amazing yeah but the narrative and stuff really connected with me at the time how about you matt so like last year got real shitty real fast and i feel like that period i could only listen to uh king cruel um blonde by frank ocean specifically blonde not not channel orange and uh, Assume Form by James Blake. So those three albums, I'm just going to give it to all of them because it kind of came all at the same time. Like, I don't know why, but I had this like weird, every, all other music for a period just made me sick. I couldn't listen to anything else. You know, I was just thinking about that um, because the new Bright Eyes single dropped today. And I, like that Bright Eyes, uh, the Bright Eyes album, I'm Wide Awake, It's Morning is like my all time favorite and I was kind of thinking maybe that that was the last album that really had like a major impact on me. I, I think maybe last year's Mavi album, Let the Sun Talk, had a little bit of an impact mm. on me too. Because there are like bars on that that really resonated with me. I showed I think that to I, you. You did. You did, man. I. When did you show that to me? It was like on Probably Instagram, right? After right? Earl, right? Yeah, I was. I think I was live on Instagram with you. Yes. And oh yeah, I yeah. yeah. Sh- yeah, it was some like boof at like random ass shit. And I I was like, we were talking about album of the year, I think for 2019. I was like, yeah, man, this Mavi record. And you were like, huh? What is it? And I was like, just l- listen to it and you'll, you'll see. I and, did. Uh, I remember. And then you showed it to everyone else, you know, like Drew and a couple other people and they all loved it too. So yeah, yeah. Drew, Drew, our friend Drew, for those of you listening, um, he has been running it back like quite a bit lately too. I I, I think the next project he drops, and I, I think we're gonna get a project this year, um, not to bring it back to 2020 again. But um, man, I think he's he's got a good career ahead of him if he can uh, you know just hold up to that quality bar that uh, let the sun talk set. In my opinion, for me the the line on self love it, it was. Um, if if you plant love, love will grow. If you plant fear, fear will grow. If you plant me, me would grow. Um, I fucking love that. That is like it's, it's so that simple, but like thing. it is. Yeah, it 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 just stuck with me. Um, so yeah, I think that's my answer. That's the last album that had like a a really big impact on me. Um, but it wasn't like a humongous impact, like a bright that like the Bright Eyes record was, but it still did have an impact on me. And I was just, mm-hmm. just thinking about that, too, because, you know, I think, like, can you guys imagine that some people, they just listen to music and they, like, they don't build connections with music at all? That's, like, the strangest thing to me. Um, yeah. Everything I listen to, I try to, like, tie in my own life, I guess. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll hear lyrics and I'll try to tie it in with what's going on in my life or just set the scene, I guess. But, like, I think the vast majority of people, they just listen to music off of, like, a playlist or something and they just let it go. Dude, that shit is so foreign to me now. Like listening to music on playlists, I like I don't do it anymore at all. And I like I think about it sometimes, and I'm just like, how the fuck do people do that? How did I used to do that? It's so weird. I used to listen to Pandora. 
That used to be my that's disgusting. I hate man. Pandora, man. Pandora that's, that's, was always trash, a- <laughs> in my opinion. And, like, it always had the shittiest algorithm. That's one thing. You know, I think, you know, we're in the streaming war right now. We've got Apple versus, you know, Spotify mainly. There's Tidal and others, like, B-D-listers, right? <laughs> yeah. but like, That's how I see Tidal, Tidal, like, as the little baby trying to be included. He's like, oh, God, me too. It's so sad. They're still, they're still pushing ads in my timeline and stuff. What I was going to say was... A month. You can say a lot about Spotify, like pro and against it, but the one thing I, I mean, I think everybody can agree on is that the algorithms on Spotify, fantastic. Like, always give me good stuff. I think it's way better than Pandora, man. I was never in the Pandora vibe at all. Dude, they make they make daily recommendation playlists, like recommending they're so you good new shit. too. Do you guys I mean, ever I don't, listen to those? I don't use I don't listen to those ever because I always have new music that I know I haven't heard that I need to get into, that yeah, like doesn't need to be shown to me, me by too. an app. But I would if I if I didn't. <laughs> yeah, like I'm so Here's stacked. A question. Like I've gotten so many recommendations that I have. Like my back burner is so long, uh, so I never really. Oh. I, I have occasionally looked, but not very often. Yeah, same. Like, like my entire last summer was just me listening to like legendary projects and artists that I have never touched. Um, like I listened to Radiohead for the first time and that was all I listened to the whole summer. Like I have very fond memories. Damn. A lot of the times during the summer I slept in my brother's room for whatever reason. I don't know why. Uh, cause he's in college and, um, and I just like listened to, I remember I listened to Med- Meriwether Post Pavilion for the first time. Mm. And I was like super high. I listened oh to Kid God. A, OK Computer, a lot of like oh, really- man incredible projects like i was super high for the first time and there's always and so those have a lot of those have a lot of sentimental value yes close to the edge that was another really good oh one. yeah oh um, yeah remain in light remember, by talking heads too man i remember listening mm. to all those albums for the for the first time and i i would i mean I, honestly i actually hated a lot of those records uh on on first listen to be honest like i remember listening to mayweather post pavilion and i i wrote a short review on it and i said it was like it was good in parts but it was aimless and i didn't like how aimless and like weird it was which it's such a i mean it's it's a biblically good record like it's an amazing record i think it's damn near a 10 now so i mean i i've come a long way and for me at the time listening to Meriwether post pavilion that was like super experimental like i thought like i was listening to some zany shit you know but i do remember coming away with my girls and uh, i showed that to matt oh, and matt fell in love with me. that and I remember we were riding down the road to get subs, and I was like, Matt, you're going to like this shit? I put it on, and you can just see the gears turning in Matt's face. He was like, fuck you were like, yeah, from the start. You were like, dude, you're gonna it's like, like glass animals, but uh, on crazy on acid. acid. <laughs> yeah, That's right, yeah, which is a great, great description. <laughs> you listened to it on acid, or did you say that you, like, it sounds no, like no. acid? He said that, that uh, my girls... By Animal Collective, it sounds like glass animals, but on even more acid than glass animals. Oh, okay. Animals. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, that was such a crazy, crazy record for me. Um, but, you know, talking about listening to records, you know, for the past few podcast episodes and such, we've been talking a lot about 2020 stuff. What are you guys listening to just like outside of 2020 stuff? Like, could be biblical like legendary records or just like you know casual stuff like what have you guys been just listening to well matt does this thing where he listens to artists from festivals that he's going to right like he did the <laughs> I like how, thing i like how tall explains it for matt that's <laughs> no, no 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 i was gonna awesome. i was gonna segue into what i'm doing now because i fuck with it and i've always kind of like i used to be able to listen to artists discographies like 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 it was a piece of cake. Like I would just run through their shit. I know. And, and I just, you tried to start a few recently. And now I, <laughs> I I'm still doing a few, but I I that's check right. Matt's like what he's listening to, and whenever he's like only listening to one artist, that's all he listens to. And for some reason, I just can't do that. But I'm I'm working through Bjork right now. Um, mm. I started. What are you I've, on? I've heard. I've I've I'm on technically homogenic, but yeah, I heard yeah, Vesper classic. I heard Vespertine before I started the whole like thing. That's uh, my like, favorite. A couple personally. months ago. 
Yeah, so I started with, well, I watched Deep Cut's video on her. Just I like to get a whole sense of an artist's discography. I don't like oh, yeah. to know pre-existing opinions, but it's cool to like get a sense of where they go. And then I listened to Debut, and I listened to Post, and now i got to listen to her third album, and then I'm going to get through the whole thing. Yeah, oh, I yeah. love hearing the Everybody progression should... of an artist. Right, like just starting and just going through their whole discography and seeing whether they get better or worse or like have a peak or you know see i i've completed a few discographies in my day but i don't usually do that just because i think most artists you know most people aren't feeling apple and have a per, a, a, a perfection uh discography a perfect discography you know I think most people yeah. might have like a debut album that is okay, and then they have a sophomore record that's fine, and then, you know, then the, the the really good stuff comes. So like, if I was to start from the beginning, I think I'd be discouraged on like some. So artists, have you, know you know done I mean? that before? Have you ever started from the very beginning and they've just gone all the way through every single album? Um, no, actually, i i did i I did start. To start, but <laughs> I did, but I never finished because, uh, again, I've been inspired by uh, what you were doing, Matt, and you and you've got to go and I- explain that because that's a super interesting thing that you were doing with your music listening. But um, I was trying to conquer the OCs and or Ty Seagull's massive discography because I think it's they, it, they're very interesting artists that do a lot of weird stuff, and uh, I think I got like four albums in the OCs starting from the very beginning. And I think they have like 20 or 30 different studio LPs. So it's, Jeez. I just, I couldn't, like, I couldn't take it anymore. And That's I know when you listen to stuff and you absolutely hate it, you just kind of like turn it off, kind of, you know, you just skip past it. But the OCs, I, in my as in my assessment so far, um, and I've listened to other OCs records like, like, like down the line, but um, in my assessment so far, nothing sucks completely. So you you do, like, I'm, I'm stuck listening to these full albums that, like you can hear it's going to be really good later, but I'm not so interested in what's like happening in the beginning, you know? So uh, well, I, I, I gave up on do it th- personally. I do think there's like some issues with that. Like I listened to, I mean, I'd heard most Beach House records, but I listened to mm. all of their projects starting from the first, like pretty recently. And like, that's when it really set in like how like monotonous their shit is sometimes. Hey and hey that's kind of when, like, I started disliking Careful, uh, Depression Cherry because... <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. What? Don't you do? Yeah. Oh I mean, look, I don't dislike God. it. That's I the best don't one, get me though. wrong. That's the best one, though. Fuck you. It's oh. not. <laughs> easily, Dude, it's easily the best song one. is top five songs of the 2010s. Bro. Okay. Bro. Okay. There's so Let me explain sparks, myself. Let, Let me, me tell you myself. about Sparks, bro. All right. That is nuts. That guitar tone could marry me, dude. That's okay. it's so beautiful. So you know how like people say Greta Van Fleet are like if a Led Zeppelin don't cover you, band. Don't you dare. Didn't don't even do it. Let you me dirty finish. Dog. Let me finish. Okay. I like I like Depression Cherry, but it sounds like a Beach House cover band. Like just made <gasps> Beach House songs. And like oh, the Jesus most cries and like the most and like me. songs on songs on bloom stand out a lot more to me like the, all every single one of those songs is fucking iconic and that's why i think that album is so good and dive they uh, not dive fucking uh, eight they switch it up a little bit and i think it's cool to hear their sound mature on the first two wait projects. did you say eight wait what what did you say or seven, seven. My bad. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's the uh, knock it down one, lad. Knock it down one. Yeah, I, love it. I was like, what? But <laughs> eight. Look, to eight. I just, I think that it's just their most like stereotypical beach house album. And no, after listening, no. and I think oh it's partly God. because I listened to their entire discography, and I'm like, this I could mean, be so from any I. project, bro. I don't know. It's not necessarily you, like to their detriment. I just do you. I just think it's the most samey. Oh my God. So are you saying that, that you like the self-titled record and devotion more than Depression Cherry? Is that what you're saying right now to me? Honestly, I I'd have to re-listen to them, but like I think those three records in particular sound really alike. Honestly. Yeah, I, I think, mean, you know, the uh, first two records in Beach House, like I like them, but they're not like stellar. But Only when it like, hits Teen Dream, then you're like, wow, dude. I want okay, what Teen they're Dream smoking. is incredible. Don't get me wrong, but if I listen to like their entire discography on shuffle, 
I really don't think I'd be able to pinpoint which songs are from what albums if it's I from those three. I think that's fair. If it's from those I three, if it's from Teen Dream, I, Bloom, I could or Seven, I could probably. Not from Thank You Lucky, Thank, what's it called? Thank You Thank Lucky, lucky Stars. stars. Yes. Thank You Lucky Stars that's too. I'm including it then. Dude, Master of None. Oh, come on now, Gila. Oh, oh my God. Come on. Masterful. Now. I digress. Masterful stuff. So good. Okay, I yo, Matt, like talk it. about your like uh, thing that you're doing right now. It's really strange. So, and you're a madman. I did man. this last year. <laughs> I think that when you go to a music festival, there's three different approaches you can have. There's the approach where you look at the lineup and you only go see the artists that you know already. Um, there's the there's the way that uh, there's people that that'll say, "Nah, man, don't even worry about the schedule of the lineup. Just walk around, walk into a." venue and just see what happens there's one way to do it and then there's the way i do it which is i go through the lineup in order and listen to every single project by every single artist and <laughs> it takes a couldn't long do time it. couldn't do it but but it uh honestly it's really rewarding because i discover so many artists and so many different things that i would never have listened to otherwise and it came in very handy last year i was so glad i did it because uh, we went out there with a plan, with no plan, I mean, um, as far as, like, I didn't really know who we were gonna, going out to see, and uh, we partook in some uh, recreational activities, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. and, and, and and immediately after, I was like, well, where do we, what do we do, where do we go? And then uh, I looked at my chart, my, my list that I made, and I was like, well, the highest rated one that I have right now is uh, this French R&B group called Abayi. And so I guess I was like, I guess we'll see them. We got like right up to the very front for their show, and it was mind-blowing. It was just like the most amazing thing. I cried. It was such a good time. Um, so and beautiful. I just was like, it's, it's so I was like, wholesome. Man, this, this is the w-. And also I was going to actually mention, because later that day, this may have something to do with why I think – um, Depression Cherry is actually uh, one of, if not their best albums, Beach House's albums. Um, That's right. It, it is later the best. That night, later that night, I went and saw them. Um, like, I, th- I don't remember what time. It was like 10, 11 o'clock at night. And it was just like the perfect way to end the night. You know, I actually, I'll tell you, but I, I didn't actually end the night there. I'll tell you about that in a second. Um, <clears throat> I saw them. And they performed a couple songs from Depression Cherry. And I was actually with Tall before that show. I was like, yeah, Depression Cherry, eh, whatever. It's uh, it's whatever. But like then after the show, I was like, oh, my God, that is so good. Especially when they played Space Song Live. It's like a whole different thing. Well, because uh, you, you have a new relationship with the songs now. like you, Right, exactly. And I've experienced that with a lot of artists that I see live. I think that's what live performance does for albums. There is you know, about I that wanted, album, I wanted this year to be the year I finally go out, got out, and just like saw music live. You know, I really haven't seen very many artists, especially compared to these guys. But unfortunately, the world just keeps on fucking me, man. God you was know? like, no, no, just he was like, nah, dude, dude, Not my my it's my two favorite bands too. of all time were are, are, are announcing new new albums. And touring, and I was like, "This is it," you know. Bright mm-hmm. Eyes is fucking back. I'm definitely gonna catch them, dude. My childhood favorite band, My Chemical Romance, is back. You know, I know everybody that, cringes at that. that, but I was definitely <laughs> gonna go see them and cry like a little babbling bitch, uh, like a, a, around a bunch of fucking hot topic teenagers and uh, as a 23 year old uh, yeah, man, man, you know, and just cry <laughs> like a little bitch, you know. Dude, are but you telling universe me that there would be anybody under 23 at a My Chemical Romance concert? Uh, you're right. It might be a bunch of us um, <laughs> older folk in in hot topic stuff that doesn't fit anymore, exactly. and we're all just crying like babbling bitches. There's no like. Imagine no how nasty teenagers. that, dude. Okay, look. I fucking love my chemical romance, all right? I still have a guilty fucking pleasure for that shit, but just like imagine no that. No such crowd. thing as guilty pleasures. 
That's right. Okay, I just I love my chemical romance still. I think they're great. I had some hot takes the other day. Maybe we'll get into that, you know? That about being my said, you're romance. a bitch for liking my chemical romance. That's right. Well, I mean, you know, I've been I, I've been harangued, harangued, uh, harassed, whatever. One of the age <laughs> <words>. <laughs> I, I, I've been thrown around. That's never been, it's, it's all never right? been, been a word. Harangued. That okay, that that is that is a word. I'm going to google it while I'm talking. Harangued. You questioned it harangued? as if like you maybe messed a little part of it up, but none of that was right. Wait a minute, it is a word. Nope, nope. It no, is a word. Not. That's right, motherfuckers. What? Wait, yes it, it is. is. Yes it is. Yes, it, it says is. a lengthy and aggressive speech. He's actually right. That's Lecture right. Lecture someone I'm at length genius. in an aggressive and Man, critical I'm not talking manner. for the rest That's of this shit. Here, wait, okay, listen. Let this me, is the example. The you know guy, what? The Applaud, applause for Justin. That's right. PCB levels and white That's right. Boy. What kind of example is that? That's right. All right. Let me tell you a quick little story. All right. When I was like 10. Tell us how you got you know, I, Um... <laughs> Well, I was about to go a different route with it, but when I, when I was 10, I, for, for fun, I, I was a dweeb, I am a dweeb, I'll die a dweeb, but when I was 10, I wrote a, thus, I wrote a fucking thesaurus, okay? I wrote right. a thesaurus, and it had As a bitchin' name. Its name? name was 55 Splendid Words to Use and 5 Dumbass Fuck Off Words to Never Use. Um, <laughs> I swear to God, I mean, it didn't have 10? the profane parts, but like, oh, okay. That's it, what yeah, I thought. it was... It was 55 splendid words to never use in five that suck or something, something like that. I swear on my life, I still have it somewhere in this dumbass house. So mm. I know my words, all right? I know my words. Right. Anyways, uh, I, I, That's I've i been awesome. teased about liking My Chemical Romance all my life. But you know what? Honestly, honestly, I know you guys here don't listen to them, you know, but they've gotten so much um, respect in the music community. Like recently on Reddit, on 4chan, even even the Needle Drop said the Black Parade was a fantastic album, you know. So Boo. I think uh, some of you guys gotta give Boo. it, a, give it a shot, you know. Put the eyeliner on, you know. Sometimes you're just not okay, you know what I'm saying? Just, just, just. Were they your the favorite band know. when you were like 13? Yes, yes, one hundred percent. I didn't, and was, I didn't have a favorite band when I was 13. You, did you have a favorite artist? I didn't listen to music, man. I didn't listen to My music life. at all. Favorite song? That's I didn't listen to music at all. Wow. I think I got Spotify when I was like 14. Jesus. Maybe? So wait a minute. And when I got think? Spotify, dude, I, I feel old listening as shit to like, right now, What dude. year was it? Yeah, and, that, and by the way, when I was 14 at this point, that's like 2017. And then, oh, God. Uh, yeah. And then no I, started, so I guess I started listening to music in like 2017. I, uh, or that's maybe 13, crazy. 14. I started like I saw Childish Gambino on uh, YouTube. I think I saw Sweatpants and man, um, Sweatpants. And I, I started listening to that music, man, you know. And like, don't get me wrong, my brother used to blast. Uh, he had like a Queen phase. He really liked Milky Chance for some reason. He played a lot Damn. of Frank Ocean and Kid Cudi. Yeah, but Wait, so I didn't really. I wasn't really exposed to all the music I listened to is because of. Like what I've done, I haven't been put on to any music by my parents or my my brother really. Wow, yeah, damn. So did my life's kind of gone in like, stages. Uh, sorry, by Justin what Bieber. Now? You didn't like Sorry. Say it again. Is oh, Sorry to say Sorry. Sorry. Thirteen. Yeah, dude, that was a classic. You know what I'm saying? You know, I think Justin Bieber gets too much hate. You know, I think he's he's actually a talented kid. Trash. Um, yummy, yummy. His newest, his most album, recent album was terrible. Very bad. Very bad. But um, some people really like his 2015 one? album. I do. Some people really like it. Yeah, it's great. All right, purpose. It's great. I think it's purpose. Yeah, purpose. It, it, it has that terrible gaudy cover, but it, dude, it's got some heaters on there. But I would say Bro, it's he mainly... looked like such a douchebag in that era. Yeah, man, with that haircut. Uh, he, still, he looks like a dried up porn star now, but um... yeah, but now he has that little like fucking barely a mustache, mustache, <laughs> and he has Whoa. a bunch he of like other a trucker, shit. dude. You know, but like he's homeless. <laughs> we're getting into our guilty pleasures now. You know, like uh... yeah. But have you seen his dick though? <laughs> Have you seen his dick? No. <laughs> what? What? Where was that? <laughs> Am I the only one that's seen Justin Bieber's dick? All right, what? bro. No. Let me. Dude, you ever this... seen Justin Bieber's dick, man? All right. No, it's, I have never seen Justin, Justin Bieber's dick. It was a Bieber's big deal when I was in like, when I was in like I eighth grade. On. I'm going to do a live reaction. His dad oh, defended shit. that shit oh too. God. I'm pretty sure he was packing. What? What? Oh, his dad. oh my. 
dude, what? Oh, yeah, his dad was man. like, his dad defended that shit. He's like, I was proud when I saw, or some shit like that. It was kind, it's kind <laughs> yeah, of weird. Yeah, I was proud. He was like when in I like, he was in package. fucking Hawaii or some shit. What? what on earth? I'm trying. Okay, I'm trying to find the photo right now. So I, I swear to God, I've only seen it like uh, no, only seen it when I was right. like eight, once in eighth grade. But I Man. think I remember his. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I remember his grade, dick because yeah, like just, grade that. that I think that's the first time I've ever memories. seen like a celebrity's dick or something. Ah <laughs> uh, yes, Man. Justin Bieber's dick. One of my fondest <laughs> memories. Oh wow, dude, that's a sweet pose. <laughs> <laughs> the pose is lit, bro. The pose is lit. Oh I my told God. you. This oh, is man. not like a shy thing. Like he is doing a face. He's holding it. It is such a like. Here I am. Wow. You know what? Bro. You know what? Good for Can him. I get an uncensored version. Good though? for him. Good for. Oh, him. you haven't seen this, man. No, no. I'm still looking at like a censored version, like, man. I, don't I just want to. Like, I think saying no homo is stupid. I just want to make sure everyone knows I'm not gay. I'm not interested in Justin Bieber that way. But man, is he fucking packing? <laughs> Damn, bro. Damn. I can't, I can't even go. Oh I can't my even say it. Hey man, it's 2020. You know, there's just free love in the streets. I, I, I guess he did a naked uh, photo shoot with his wife too, which is, I guess, kind of sweet. He has a wife. No, nothing like it. He, yeah, he does. He's married. I gotta be honest. I did hey, not. He's married to Hay- Bieber. Haley Baldwin. Bro, I am so oh, tired of the censored daughter? version. No, I don't think it's Alex. Uh, Alec Baldwin's daughter. I think it I think is. It's just another there's famous Baldwin. Um, no, dude, I don't what? think there's any relation. Haley, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Oh We've just dude. She's definitely related to. to no, Baldwin. she's just another. She's not related to him. I swear to God. Yeah, her dad is Stephen Baldwin. Stephen Baldwin, who is a conservative political activist. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck that. Well, um, I just saw his his <laughs> daughter's boobs. So shout out to her, him, and her, and <laughs> oh everybody involved. You know. Jesus, Justin. He is an actor. She really. What? I mean, things. I'm looking, dude. Okay, look. I was looking for his penis, and I found the boobs while I was looking for the penis. So, man, um, we have really the vodka's hidden, huh? Yeah, dude. You know, we're out. We're out. We're, we're out of content, guys. We're talking about. <laughs> anyway, we're not. Um, we, were we just had about. more important things to discuss, and we discussed it. I mean, that's really it. You're right. You're right. Damn. What are we talking about? I forget. Uh, okay, guilty pleasures. Guilty pleasures. Oh, yeah. What no are your guys' guilty pleasures? There's no such okay. thing. Uh, what what are artists that you guys listen to that are that you enjoy that are, are are considered uncool by the masses? Let me reformat that question. Can I uh, by can the I go masses first? or the music community? You can. Yes. I uh, I really fuck with Comethazine, the rapper. He's really stupid. Oh, and it's wow. like super, Th- that, super dumbed that down. Kid. Yeah, what were we saying? He's that like new kid. I mean, I've, I've seen him popping on Instagram like recently. I mean, he's been around for a couple of years, but he's like he's super. His shit's super repetitive. Like it's nothing Yo. creative. He's just super aggressive, and I really and he's Pause. like he, he's funny. Pause for one second. I just got the picture of Justin Bieber's dick finally after searching. I clicked on so many sites, okay? And how and that, is it? That's a very mid-penis. Um, <laughs> okay. If, what would you rate it out of 10? <laughs> I was I about to ask that. I think it's a normal, like, six. it's a normal penis. Give it a penis. six, come on. I was going to give it a six or a seven. Like, there's nothing wrong with it, a you know seven. what I'm saying? He does need to, like, trim himself, though. Right. Okay. Like he's very you know, Justin Bieber does not need grooming tips from you. Clearly, he has that fucking caterpillar <laughs> on his lip. I think he's well, he's, he's got a caterpillar in his way. pants as well. Um, this is <laughs> yeah. This is a really sweet Jesus photo shoot too. He, he's just like walking through the water with his dick just touching the the, the, the top of the water. That's awesome. That's sweet. Anyways, back. Mm. Uh, continue with with what you were doing. I just wanted to update you guys on uh, my reaction. Yeah, to I was talking Bieber. about. Uh, Talking about comethazine. And uh, yeah. yeah, he's just really stupid. And he's like, it's just fun to listen to, I guess. Like, I like trap music, like, and I'm not guilty about listening to someone like Cardi, I guess, because they're generally liked. But I don't see a lot of comethazine love, and I don't think he gets real. I think Fantano shits on him. I don't think he does well critically at all. But like, I enjoy it. Like, it's dumb trap music. It's fun. And it's better than like fucking Smoke Perp and like Lil Pump. I don't know. It just appeals to me more than that shit, I guess, because he's D-Rose. aggressive. I like aggressiveness, I think, in trap music. So you like 6ix9ine? Uh, mm. 
I mean, sometimes his voice is grating and annoying. I like Dude, a couple gotta, songs from Six Nine. I, I gotta be real. That song Kiki with Tory Lanes, I think is, is what it's called. Kiki? Dude. Yeah. That is a hot record. I got I dude, I cannot lie. That, that I is I actually a fucked pleasure. with when Six okay, Nine was like riding that Kiki, wave. When Six Nine was riding that fucking wave and he like I don't that that shit's super interesting to me actually. I might make a post about that shit because like he was like dropping those EE songs with all the weird fucking like kindergartner titles. And like yes. every single one of them was fucking killing. And I remember like I loved his aggression and like I wasn't like hopping like I wasn't riding his dick at the time or anything. But like but now you his are, rise so is fine. just so insane to me. Yeah, whatever. He's in prison. He's getting his dick road anyway. Or no, yeah. he's getting fucked. <laughs> Damn, dude. Six yo, nine's got just, shooters. You better watch out, bro. Watch that, out, that image dude. in my mind now is all yo, this I'm sorry, man. Okay, anyways, um I I actually meant Kika. <laughs> Um, you were just talking about how they're all named like baby fodder, and yeah, I couldn't remember what the fucking name was, but it, it was there Kika was Fifi by Six uh, Nine and Tori Lane. Yeah, we got languages developed. Stupid was great. Yo, I remember Dude, when Stupid, stupid was dropped. Good. Bro, I remember specifically <laughs> how it happened because he used to call everyone stupid, and he posted on his Instagram and he said, "What should I name my next song?" And some kid commented, "Stupid," and got like a hundred thousand likes, and he fucking named it his next song like a G. Okay, I, bro, uh, I what a way to hearing, name your next song. I remember hearing Fifi um, on IG. I think Murder Beats like did a snippet, and I remember hearing that, and I was like, "That's gonna be the biggest record in the world," and it kind of was for that summer. It was crazy. Dude, he had that do show you with miss Nicki Minaj 69? too. Do you guys miss Six Nine? Like, I know he's kind of a scum lord, no. you know, and it's not. I've like heard about. Very, uh, um, dude, I'm so glad he was put away. I was like, thank God. <laughs> I miss. I miss it, and I'm gonna tell you why I miss it because the he internet made Instagram and great. bro memes had peaked. Like music right. memes had peaked. Matt, did you even like his like sense of humor where where he'd like do Instagram videos like dumb shit? Like, did 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 you like any of his persona in any way? Because like I think it was funny as hell. Stand that dude. He was huge and like I think forgotten now, but every once in a while his name pops up in the news because of his jail shit. And I think when he comes out, it'll be super interesting to see what happens. Cause just cause his dominance of the internet and like he was so savvy on social media and it was fucking entertaining so yeah i'm, I'm excited for him for? to come back to be honest he's coming out this year in in, in august august oh that's nothing yeah i yeah, mean he basically snitched is. completely to the cops and, yeah. and, and was just like just did everything that that they asked which you know would you i not, can't though? like i mean I I come from a very different situation, you know. I'm sure that you all can hear in my voice as you're listening to this right now that I do not come from an urban situation, right? <laughs> so from my white ass perspective, really? I would say yes. All right, I would definitely be like, this dude did it, blah blah blah. But hey, you know, Look, if I was man, in his I probably wouldn't have put situation, in that I might not to begin have. with. Dude, I was watching a podcast right before we, we started recording this one um, where people were thinking that he could have been an, an, an actual undercover cop. And all of this is just like a ploy no to a, expose different like rings and stuff. Bullshit. And that, uh, 69 tatted on his face. He has I mean, 69 tatted on his body 69 times. That's a level I mean, of commitment. There are, that there are no undercover. Cop. There are undercover cops who will amend their physical appearance maybe for, right. for maybe major he's just things. Like, well, he went so over the top to prove that he is well, real. You know, the I two thought- things that kind of like prove that theory, I guess, or like are in favor of that theory, I would say, is number one, his whole story of like first riding with a gang is kind of like weird. It's like they they did the gummo video and then mm-hmm. they, they they just kind of like showed up. And they were like, yeah, we'll rock with you now. That's kind of weird. And then the second thing is the denying witness protection. Like, mm. it's either two things. Like, maybe he is an undercover cop, right? And, like, basically, he's already got, un, you know, like, uh, witness protection just built in. So, publicly, he was like, I don't need it. Probably very, very unlikely. But um, the, the other thing that was talked about in this podcast was maybe he's just out of money. 
and he cannot afford the witness protection for 24-hour mm. surveillance. Do you think someone's going to kill him when he's uh, out? I think he's going to have some people after him. I'd be scared, I read, uh, I read a really good Reddit thread about like gang culture and the shit that he was getting himself involved with because he was getting himself involved with some fucking scary shit. Like, Dude, he put hits don't on people's with. heads. Dude, he was in way over his head. And I talked to uh, that dude that I know at Double XL. And he was talking about like the beef between Trippy and uh, and Takashi Six Nine, and I I straight up I was like, dude, I'm pretty sure that whole thing was fabricated. And he was like, no, I straight up had to tell them to not get into any shit because my kids were in the room, like when they when they met each other at like the studios to record some freestyle or something. That's like, their weird. beef was real, and that just mm. blows my mind. Did you guys know that they came from like the same label, and it's like this obscure yes. ass. Indie it's, label? it's actually something that I was gonna like write about, or I don't even know what I was gonna because he he was huge in Europe first, and I, that's why I thought their whole beef was fabricated because they were from the same, they came from the same shit originally. Like I don't know, I yeah, just have it's really just like memories. weird subsidiary of some major label, and but it's with some weird ass name, and that kind of even plays to to the whole thing that this whole thing was fabricated. Whether he's a cop, whether you know he's what? an industry plant. Just something, you know, like was the name it's of the crazy. label Twenty One Jump Street by chance? Um, I don't know. No, I'm not. I'm not that well mm. well versed in six nine. Um, hmm. well, history. he blew up in uh, he blew up in like Slovakia and like Russia first. Well, I'm and sure then, he did. That seems like that energy. And then I remember those memes circulating around where it was like. When you defeat all the SoundCloud bosses, this is like the final boss, and it was Takashi, and that was his entrance. And then suddenly he was everywhere. He was fucking like you couldn't escape the dude. He was ubiquitous, and and then his music blew up. And man, I just remember it so distinctly. Oh yeah, I I remember Instagram being really, really fun. It was always great to turn Instagram on, and and just let the memes go. He was such a funny guy. Yeah. I don't know. He was yeah. stupid, but um, you know, uh, good no, luck to him. As stupid as they come. Good luck to him. You know, stupid. he he seemed like a uh, yeah. He's he, <laughs> he was pretty yeah, stupid. He seems like well. a great guy. But anyways, back to the actually, let's go back to the <laughs> OG question that I first asked before we got in this tangent. Is what are you guys listening to right now? Let's just go uh, past guilty pleasures because because we 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 went way into six nine there. Um, what are you guys listening to like right now? That is, I mean, I guess it can be twenty twenty, but like let's focus outside of twenty twenty because we've talked a lot about it. Anybody? Well, Matt. I uh, I just got through listening to the discography of this very small country band called Mandolin Orange. Ha, get it? Because, like, Mandarin Orange. It's Mandarin that's Orange. Right, uh, oh, I went that's Muslim that gods. Okay. Muslim gods, yeah, like went... muslin and gods. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, so, like, <laughs> it's, 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 like, it's Americana country, like, you know, it's kind of like that older style of country. I, I opened myself up to country last year. I th- always <laughs> thought I hated country and realized that I really just hated shitty country. Um, and so it turns out that this is, I was very surprised. I was like, oh, I'm probably not going to like this. And then as I listened to it, I was like, man, this, now I will say their album that came out last year, Tides of a Teardrop. I did not like that. I thought it was pretty trash, but everything else, uh, is pretty good. You know, I got, I got two, two albums that I gave an eight, um, such Jubilee. It's a good one. I don't know. It's just like a really good vibe. I got all the way through that. And so I've just been on this cowboy kick. I think uh I think country gets a bad rep. That's right, yeah. dude. Country is actually because great. The There's so Shelton's much good country music out there, you know? You know what? But that country because... pop shit, you know? Yeah, exactly. You it's it, because it, it of the mainstream it. shit. Florida Georgia line. Dude, who doesn't love Florida Georgia line, you know? It's just just a, a nice sweet hoedown, you know? I'm all about it, you know. <laughs> chew tobacco, chew tobacco, chew tobacco. Shoot it back a spit. Yeah, dude. You know, I've listened to some like video I've ever seen. (laughs) Yeah, I remember you showing me. It's 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 a it's a masterpiece, you know. It is a masterpiece. You know, country music has such a a big following still too. You know, they have the country music awards and stuff. Mm -hmm. My parents always seem to watch it, even though they don't listen to music or like let alone country music. 
they always seem to watch it every year, and I, I'm, I'm reminded of how big country music really is. I wanted to sh- give a shout out to um, a country legend here tonight, you know. I want to give a shout out to Dolly Parton, you know. That chick, you know, I had no real, like, idea that she was actually talented. Um, I don't know really what I thought she was, you know. I mean, I'm I'm pretty young. I'm only 23, but my first experience with Dolly Parton was in Hannah Montana. You know? I was just about <laughs> to say, I loved her in Hannah yeah. Montana. Yeah, she she played a great role uh, in Hannah Montana, but I I never knew why she was famous until you know, um, it kind of go, goes back into what I was saying earlier in the podcast about how most people they just listen to like whatever is in front of them. Um, so mm-hmm. usually, like when someone tells me an album is special to them, I will go out of my way to listen to it, or if if they have like a memory tied with an, an album, I will listen to it. Um, so especially outside of our like music groups, it's super interesting to see normal people say, I grew up on this album. So um, I was working one day and one of my coworkers came in and was talking about this Dolly Parton record that I can't even remember the name of. She has a hundred million, but I listened to that shit and it was amazing. It was so good. She is amazing. So mm. uh, I, I didn't, re- I didn't really have tried. a point to what I was saying there, but Dolly Parton, fantastic. You know, there's a lot of good country music out there. New and old, you know, new and old. So uh, give it a try, folks. Don't give Polly yeah, Dark. Rest don't in peace, Kenny Dark. Rogers too. He just he just died. Rest in peace, Kenny Kenny what? Rogers. You know, oh. he died. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was eighty-one or something like that. I mean, he lived a long life. You know, a long, long loner life. You know, God bless him. Wait, is may, he the one that he died rest on stage? Peace. What? Is he the one that died on stage? Somebody died on stage. Well, he he just died, so I I I would say if he died, no, he on didn't stage, die on stage. Some other dude died on stage. You know what I'm talking dude, about? What Somebody a G died way on to go. stage, and it's crazy. Like he was just like he was playing, and then mid song, he was just like, "I'm sorry, everybody," and then just died. Dude, that's <laughs> such a G way to go. That would be sweet. Yeah, he was like joking. He had a heart attack, but he was like old. Was he was older than Kenny Rogers. He was like 90. He's not as famous. Dude, I saw it on Reddit too. No, he's smaller. Yeah. I can't remember his rest name. in peace. Best he had a heart not. attack. Yeah, he just kind of just like everyone thought he was sleeping. I mean, that's pretty tragic, but it's also like the way to go, low key. He's doing yeah, what he loved. Thought he was know? like joking around, but then they like checked him out and he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> nice crazy. joke, dude. Oh, you're dead. Sweet. Um, but anyways, I don't know how we got on country music. Well, you were listening to country music, right? What I've been listening, listening to? to like end of time stuff, you know. Because, uh, you know, we we could be facing an end of times. I know the, the whole point of this podcast is to, like, lift people up in this time of uh, mystery, you know, this, this time of peril in uh, the world right now. But, you know, it, it just kind of, like, this is such a crazy time, you know? Like, I look to my parents. Like, I think everybody looks to their parents as, like, you know, they're your parents. They always know the answers. They're, like, they're there for you, you know? And, like, even my parents are kind of uncertain right now. They're like, what's going on? We've never seen anything like this. So it's got me into some uncertain music, you know, some, like, end-of-the-world shit, you know? I think I think as you get older, you realize, like, more and more that your parents don't have the answers. And it kind of is, like, dude, it's the weirdest thing. Because I remember a time in my life where, like, those people, like, couldn't do any wrong and they know everything. And suddenly, like... It's like I'm telling them how to do shit, and I'm like, damn. Dude, it's so strange. It's such a strange, like, when, like, like, when you hit about knows tw- anything, including me. I mean, they're <laughs> supposed to be the people that, like, know everything, and you ask anything, right. and they help you. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, that's kind of my point. It's such an uncertain time, like, even for them. So, like, see them, I guess it's gotten me a, a little worried. You know, overall... I think we'll be just fine. You know, that is like if everybody the, pays attention albums, to our quarantine. But what what I was going to say was um, Father John Misty, man. Pure comedy. Oh, I've been banging that man. album left and right. That is a oh, perfect album, man. in my opinion. It's Can so I poignant do? right now. It's so poignant. And I think songs like Total Entertainment Forever, things that would have been helpful so to know good. before the revolution, the ballad so of a dying good. man, those tracks, I mean, in particular, so are the ones I'm really addicted to right now, those those three. And, um, man, such a, like, a telling album, you know? 
Father John Ministry was uh, a, a, a God bless the Father. You know, I think he's gonna come God out bless. with some uh, new music soon, um, and I, I definitely oh, want to hear from him. But it he was put weird. Out a live album. He did, but I don't like live albums. Do, do you guys like li- live albums? No, I, I like live I just, performances. Like yes, I like videos of live. Yeah, like, I, I got my father to, I got my dad to fall in love with Father John Misty by showing him his Pitchfork set, which I think is such an incredible performance. Oh yeah, um, yes, we it's we so put good. that in our video. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's such good. an incredible performance, and like I just think his like charisma on stage and just like his attitude. He has such a in, insane stage presence and the way he interacts with the crowd and stuff. I, I like that, but I don't think it translates well into like, into live albums, just like streaming. Right. You know? Yeah. But yeah, I think it's really cool to watch. Yes. Unless yes. they switch up their songs, you know, like for father, John Missy, it's kind of the same thing, but for like particular artists, I think they do different live renditions. So, I mean, I'd be interested in that, I guess. Definitely. Um, the other stuff that I've, I've been listening to, of, of course, I've been uh, I'm, ever since the, the Bright Eyes single dropped today, I've been all up on that, which that's a super somber, super uh, d- nice cold glass of depression type stuff. That's pretty sweet. Mm. And then, you know, I've also and I don't know if this is <laughs> I don't know if this is like music. I mean, it is. I guess it's a, a category of music, but like spoken word poetry stuff, because I'm super artsy and, and very, very cool. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Allen Ginsberg, you know, Allen Ginsberg. That's my man. You know, Matt knows that I've been riding with Allen Ginsberg for a while, for a minute now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, I listen to a, a lot of what he has to say about, so like he's from the beat generation, which was like right after world war two and stuff, you know, when the country was kind of like coming together again after war and things. I hope that's right. I'm not fat. Isn't fat that, isn't that the boomers? Weren't the boomers born after World War Two? I don't know. Um, yeah, the cutoff I mean, I mean, for I'm, that. I'm not sure. <laughs> I think it's. But like, anyways, it's 65. Or yeah, so you're right. Yes, you're right. yes, the the 60s. Yes. So he, uh, Allen Ginsberg, came from the Beat Generation, right? Um, and it's just really interesting to hear him critique like American politics and just like. Just just that whole thing from, like, the perspective of the 60s, you know, and just kind of thinking about it today, you know. Like, uh, I wonder what – like, this is what I was thinking about on my walk as I was listening to um, his uh, spoken word um, album, Howl, on Spotify. Just the, just the other day, I was like, I wonder what he would think about today. I think he was such a beautiful mind, and, um, I, you know, I can't talk too much about Allen Ginsberg because he's such a complex – uh, character, very interesting guy. If, if you're looking to get into poetry, I, th- I think his stuff is phenomenal, America. and I, th- I think it's good at like face value. But I would I would recommend Howl. Um, that's kind of what he's known for. And but my favorite poem is uh, America by Allen Ginsberg, and and you could catch that on uh, Spotify. So I've listened to a lot of that, you know. And um, what else? Oh yeah, on on the other like flip side, and this is 2020, but I've been listening to that Lil Uzi Vert album like nonstop. And, Dude, you go um, from no. Allen Ginsberg to to Lou. <laughs> like, I do, I do, <laughs> yeah, I do. Like, like this is like some weird, obscure ass like poet that nobody's ever heard of, and it's just like weird <laughs> spoken like spoken word passages recorded from like the '60s. It sounds like it sounds really dated and things. And then you're like Lil Uzi Vert, Eternal Atake or Eternal Take, however the hell you pronounce it. Um, I'm scared to rate that album. Have y'all ever been scared to rate an album? Because I, I think uh, I'm gonna rate it so high, I'm gonna be embarrassed of dude, myself. That's why I'm lately. I'm scared I've had I've been having trouble rating albums, and I think it's just because I don't know how to rate albums outside of rap that like aren't I, I know are already like legendary. I guess like I can yeah, sure. I can rate I can rate Radiohead discography because I have such a good sense of like where they stand. I guess, but for like Bjork, I have no clue how to rate like debut. Like, I'm just starting to realize, like, I really need to give albums, like, more listens to rate them. You know, sure. I did the whole 2019 thing where I listened to, like, 300 albums, and it was easy to rate them because I could just rank Gosh. them and see where it falls. But now I can't really rank old shit as compared to the same shit that came out that year. I don't know. Sure. I've just been having trouble lately. I think we need to have a whole episode about this. Um 
just about rating systems and how people uh, rate music because everybody Drew's is rates nuts. a little bit different. Yeah, oh, our Drew's friend Drew is insane, man. Um, it really goes in, and and that's actually how we kind of became re- really good friends. Was uh, there was one night he got on like he was screencasting his whole system to me, and I was like, this guy, him and me, we're gonna, we're gonna be good friends. This dude's <laughs> nuts. Total. He's he's a total loon when it comes to. Um, rating albums he's got this whole process that maybe we can i think we need to do a whole podcast where it's like all four or five of us he so yeah he's got this insane formula but i think that we should uh, have a whole podcast about like ratings and like why people rate things differently i think that'd be interesting about it tomorrow exactly maybe we'll do that tomorrow you know maybe we'll, we'll do that tomorrow but um yeah i've been kind of feeling that too i i haven't been like rating too many projects um, but I think I'm going to get back into the swing of things here because there have been a number of good 2020 releases dropping recently and a number of good ones ahead. So, But anyways, Matt, what have you been listening to? Oh, I already said I've been listening to Mandolin Orange. Just finished oh, up fuck. the discog. I totally forgot. It's, our, it's 1021. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, I think Batal. we're... I don't think did Tall did say? Tall say? Did you did, did you say? No, I talked a lot, but I didn't listen say to what I listened oh, to. Oh, okay. That <laughs> that's why I thought you did. Okay, let me yeah. clap. Let me clap, and uh, I'll fix it. Hold on. So, so Tall, what have you been listening to, man? Um, let's see. I've been listening to a lot of Jeff Buckley. Um, mm. I'm listening to Grace a lot lately. It's really oh, you got to listen to his his dad tim buckley you know yeah i know i know tim buckley has i think star sailor and a couple other ones mm, that i've some I've heaters heard. man some heaters yeah, i've some heard a lot about that discog yeah we were talking about um listening to whole discographies and i, I find it a lot easier when there's a short discography so i listen to mgmt's yeah. discography a couple times over that's why you gotta just, hit fiona apple four yeah. perfect albums dude four perfect okay, albums okay, about, okay. about to be five listen. perfect albums dude We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But but yeah, uh, I hit MGMT, and I think I can confidently say this is how I rank them, okay? I think uh, Little Dark Age is their best, and then I'm going to go Congratulations, and then I'm going to go go Oracular Spectacular, and then I'm going to go MGMT. What a patrician ranking. Holy shit. Matt, 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 do yours so that we can have a totally stark difference. Did well, different. You know, I actually can't give mine because I actually wow. Because uh, he's a pleb, dude. Who only listens to Oracular Spectacular on repeat? No, I've heard. That's right. I've heard. Uh, I've That's heard right. Dark Age, uh-huh. and I've heard uh, Congratulations, uh-huh. but I haven't heard the self-titled. Just self-titled is like shit, and it got to my head, dude. It's got it's some not, heater songs, dude. Alien Days is one of their best tracks, dude. Come it's on. just like. It's pretty, it's kind of murky, I think, and super experimental. It kind of reminds me of like Animal Collective B-Sides, you know? Is that weird? I don't Mm, know. It's like, yeah, it it was, I need to give that one more listens, I think. I think I only (laughs) listened to it twice. I'm just playing, I'm just playing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think I only listened to it like twice, but, uh, so it's not really fair, but congratulations just stood out a lot more to me. Like fucking, there's just a couple heaters on that one. And Oracular Spectacular, I liked every single song like a lot. So I think that's like a you nine, know, nine for me. And I have, I have, or no, did I say Oracular Spectacular? I meant Little Dark you Age. You did. Little Dark Age. Oh. It, yeah, I meant Little Dark Age. It's, Dude, it's, it's got some heaters, man. And they're, heart and they're dropping, dropping singles. Oracular Spectacular. Yeah, I, I didn't listen to the new singles yet. <laughs> You know, I have refrained because I want to be surprised. Um, I'm not that invested in MGMT. I only really listen to uh, singles if I'm really invested in the uh, artists. So, like, I'll probably listen to all the Bright Eyes singles. Uh, but, you know, I try to, like, refrain a little bit so I, I, I can have some surprises, you know? Yo, guys, I, can I just, like, can I say something? No. Can I fucking, real quick... Literally everyone on my Instagram feed is posting like a weird picture with the caption until tomorrow. And it's yeah, really wh- creeping me out. Yo, you, what is that? This? I have no idea because that's been trending on Twitter since I Let got home from it. my walk. And people I, are saying on, on, on Twitter, they're like, we are not going to do what Instagram's doing. I have no idea. Everyone on Twitter what is just is posting this? like weird, like 
weird pictures with just until tomorrow. And I am so. Wait, what on, is the inside joke on, that I'm not in on? Wait, and on now a bunch of Insta or on yeah Twitter? on Instagram on on Instagram and like on my personal, not on my hip hop page. Dude, I'm getting creepy. And people are out. also posting like a girl posted tag two people that want to hook up with each other and make things awkward, and another person posted tag two people you want to have a threesome with. <laughs> wow, dude. <laughs> You know, Teenagers social media is in shambles right now. What is this know? until tomorrow thing, man? I don't know. It's creeping me out. I saw. Oh, I'm not seeing any on our uh, on our timeline, but it, it is trending right now in the, in the United States. And I, I I looked in the trending like tab. They're all like, what is were, this? It provided <laughs> exactly. So it's. <laughs> Dude, honestly, this year, I, I don't know if you guys have been thinking about this, but there's always, like, dumbass compilations of, like, uh, I think Time or Google makes fucking, like, this is what happened this year. This year, like, the video for what happened in 2020 is going to be, it's got to be so fucked up. The coronavirus, the, these dumbass challenges, Kobe dying, like, all this weird fucking shit has happened this year, man. It's going to be such a weird, like, year to remember, I think. It's already so weird, and the year's not even halfway through. Bro, this is just, just such a weird year. Off, like these off, social media trends off. lately too have been particularly weird. Strange, man. We're entering a whole new just era, you know. And Dude, you and you can kind of feel it too, I think. Yeah, I think things are going to be a lot different after this shit. I really do. Like I think for just the better. In the way our fucking society works, for the better and for the worse. I mean, like there's Man, Armani Caesar is hot as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, the world may Yo, be ending, but one thing we know damn sure is Armani Caesar Yo, is fire AF, she's boys. She's thick as hell. Right? Yo, she she's just posted on hell, Instagram. Let me, Look, I'm okay, sending let it to me you check right out now. this shit. I don't know. And by the way, is. by the way, this this podcast has to be fucking uh it has to she's be like chill. It has to be. It has to be relaxed. So I just trying to trying to lighten the mood. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is this is the new Griselda signee. I I thought it was just some porn star. No, Armani Armani Caesar, the Griselda girl. Yeah. Oh, we do. We do. I forgot. You're already so disconnected from the website that you just forgot. Yeah, you just you just already so done with it. You mentally checked out of the website. You're just like, no, bro, bro. It never happened. She's just not a very like. I mean, for, first of all, I don't think that Griselda should, should have signed her, by the way. Like, I've, I've heard we'll her see, demos that, that, or whatever. I, I feel like they have a plan and it's, for that. it's weird. Well, I'm sure they they do. By the way, Conway and Alchemist are doing that project, aren't they? Yo, that fucking Dude, album cover, insane. That's heat, is it not? That's heat. And they for dropped those, the single for those today with Schoolboy um, Q. Yeah, for those listening, there's an album cover with Conway, Conway the Machine and Alchemist. Go, uh, go check one of their Instagrams out. It's a shark, and it's just like. Really it looks like a photo cool. from National Geographic, but it's such but a like, badass photo, bro. Like for a I cover, love it. for so a fucking heat. cover, for a hip hop like, cover too. <laughs> too, I want to see how it looks with like. I usually don't think the um, the explicit content shit like looks good on covers, but I feel like it'll just make this cover look sick. Dude, like, maybe this just, is a cop. Maybe, maybe it's a cop for me, vinyl-wise. I'm going to try Man. to like be a little bit more stingy this year because shit's getting skyrocket expensive. Like Everything's anything 40 bucks. That, That's uh, bullshit. But. Anything that Alchemist or Griselda are involved with, the album art is always so dope. Like Anything like the Boldy James album from this year, that art was dope. The fucking Bronson, the Bronson EP, that art was dope too. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, let's, let's wrap up though. Let me just, let me finish... Uh, yeah, so I said I was listening to MGMT, uh, and last I've been listening to uh, the fucking Roots a little bit, and um, okay, okay, Bjork, like I mentioned, and King Giz, yeah, King Giz. Oh, me too. In the, I went through all in of the their King albums. Giz bag, in, in the King Giz bag. You want to know all the that stuff most is difficult good. discography I've ever gone through? Like I've gone through many discographies, hundreds actually, and. Uh, I think the most difficult one to get through is fish. That is, is fish? so hard. Gish? What, yes. wait, what did you say? Fish. Oh, God. Fishing they, for fish. They named a band Fish. Fish, oh, because oh, okay. there's 17 albums, and I wasn't a fan of Fish, but I did the whole thing. 
<laughs> you just have like crazy stamina, dude. I, I, I could never, ever do that um, in a million years. But you're going to come away with so much good, good, good music at the end of it, I swear. Well, anyways, thank you guys for uh, tuning in, listening. You know, we were very happy to have uh, our friend Tall from Hip Hop Bible joining us today. Um, his, ah, ah. his links will be up in the uh, show notes. Be sure to check him out. You probably already know who who he is. It's more of a a thing of who we are. Uh, Matt and no, I, the other no, two dudes. Don't say that. Come on. <laughs> the other two dudes here. Uh, we're from Shuffle Quest. You know, uh, you know. This is the Shuffle Quest podcast. I think we're gonna call this stuff daily daily shuffle. Um, daily and shuffle. For those of you who, for those of you who don't know, that's that's kind of like a super meta thing for us. So we were originally Shuffle Daily Quest, Shuffle. Yeah, Shuffle Quest was originally called Daily Shuffle back when Shuffle Quest was only a Instagram page and it was just me and I was doing like an art piece daily. So um and then huh. we decided to do the, the YouTube channel and we decided that uh the other name that Matt came up with, Shuffle Quest, was way better. So I hey, we're 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 doing these daily. So I figured this is gonna be the Daily Shuffle on the Shuffle Quest podcast. So thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, we will be back tomorrow with uh, all new content for you guys to binge. And uh, yeah, let us know what you guys want uh, us to, to talk about on these future uh, podcasts because we want to involve you guys as much as possible. DM us on Instagram or Twitter. We are at ShuffleQuest on Instagram and at Shuffle underscore Quest on Twitter. So anyways, thank you so much for watching. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you tomorrow.